And then there's people in the cheap seats that have all this commentary about what we're doing in the arena, but their ass is not in the arena. They're not getting their ass kicked with us, right? They have this vantage point, but their skin is not in the game. And so being really careful about whose opinions we take, whose feedback we want, right? Feedback is very important. I want to say that. I want to underscore that. But feedback from people whose feedback you value and you know will help you become a better person and will help you grow. That's the feedback that we want. So being really considered about the feedback Mm. and, you know, really it's our life and we are here to live it. And so what's integrity for you? Is integrity for you living a life that is acceptable to other people or is integrity for you playing all out for the dream, taking feedback from the people who really matter? What's integrity for you? That's such a, that's a tweetable. Welcome to Black Belt Beauty Radio, a podcast fueled by a passion to support your journey in developing your most beautiful and optimal performance in life. Each episode is driven with the intention to elevate your mind. When we elevate our mind, we elevate our life. So get ready. It's time to rise. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Beauty Counter. You guys, as a beauty expert and makeup pro of over 20 years, I have legitimately sifted and sorted through endless amounts of beauty products from skincare to makeup, you name it, I've touched it. And, you know, high performance is always a priority to me. You know, when you're working on clients who are on the red carpet or accepting awards on live shows like the Oscars, things of that nature, there really is no room for error when it comes to performance. But as a total, you know, lover of health, you know, over the past decade, I became highly conscious about you know, the health aspect of products too, and really trying to steer away from skincare and makeup products that, you know, have chemicals and fragrances and ultimately health disruptors. So, When I found Beauty Counter, you guys, I started playing with their skincare and their makeup products on me. I was so happy with the results. Not only, you know, did they totally deliver, but I legitimately felt better putting these products onto my skin. You know, what you put on your skin is totally affecting your health. And it's so important to really realize that. Not to mention the brand is really health conscious for the world, and I love that too, but that's just me. So check it out. You guys can now shop my personal favorites on blackbeltbeauty.com from Beauty Counter. You just got to go to the shop section, go to beauty, and you will find my favorites. And I'm continuously adding new products there as I discover more because the brand is just constantly you know, creating new amazing skincare products and makeup products. So as I learn about them, And as I try them and love them, I'm sharing them on the site. So check it out. Go to blackbeltbeauty.com, go to the shop beauty section and shop the beauty counter page from there. Let me know what you think. I'd love your feedback. And if you ever have questions about beauty, you know where to find me. DM me, Roxy Look or Black Belt Beauty. Lots of love, you guys. Hi, Amina. I got you back. I feel like I need to have you on at least once a year and we're, we're on that path right now, which, and, and it's always so amazing because, um, it's, it's always at the start of the year too, which is awesome. I don't know if you realize that, that, but that is our pattern. That is that's our pattern. Well, and it's so, I mean, there's so many wonderful things about you and your knowledge and what you teach, but, um, one of the things I wanted to get right into with you is, you know, so we're approaching the end of January, uh, I'm not sure exactly what week this episode will come out, but you know, it'll be sometime in February. 
we know that people, you know, the, the large majority, including myself at the top of the year, we have all these goals and we have, you know, things that we want to attack. And a lot of people, you know, will create, um, this whole kind of lifestyle makeover or just like go really big, really hard, really fast. And then by the end of February, I think it is statistically or March, um, burnout happens. And that's a wrap. Like the, the goal isn't, reached and, you know, it's kind of back to, to where they were. Um, the key word there that I want to start with is burnout Mm. because while I do love big goals, lofty goals, like going for it, I, you know, I'm a huge fan in, and just make the mile, um, baby steps. Um, I, I believe that before we can, uh, even like be on this path of, of achieving a goal, we have to have the behaviors that shape the habits that create the process for us to be on, you know, the path of achieving. Um, but I know that, you know, you are an expert in a lot of things. You've had experiences around burnout in your own life. And one of the greatest things that I know uh, that you support your clients and, and your community with is how to, um, yes, think big, create big, go for the things, but to have joy in the process, to keep it healthy, to make it holistic. And so that you not only feel good in the process, but that you, you don't burn out. Yeah. Such a beautiful question. So many pieces and parts of that. I I love that you just went straight in. (laughs) Right in it, girl. Right in. Yeah. So when I work with my clients, I work to design the dream, whether it's for your life or your work or your business in a way that is really in integrity and alignment with who we are. So of course, we're going to look at your mastery and where you're most brilliant. And we're going to build your work around that. But we're also going to look at what you need. And that's a big one. Like, what do you need in terms of money? What do you need in terms of time off? What do you need in terms of, you know, work-life balance? What do you need to bring this vision to life? Also, what brings you joy? Because joy is a form of nourishment. It is a feel-good fuel that lights us up and gets us to the finish line even faster. Um, And then also what we want to impact. So that when we're working from that space, one, it has meaning. Two, it's aligned with our gifts. And when we work in a space that's aligned with our gifts, we use much less energy and mind share because it's so innate and intuitive for us. So when we're working outside of our gifts, we tend to like, we don't have the energy for it because we're trying to push and force for things that don't come as intuitively or innately for us. So that's super important in terms of a starting place and, Mm -hmm. you know, and designing our work in a way that we can avoid burnout is really designing it in a way that's aligned with who you are authentically. What would you say, um, cause all that is so good. What would you say to the individual that's like, well, I don't really know what, you know, my passions are, and I don't really know even who I am. I mean, I know I've come across that in my coaching and, and I know that you have too. How do you support an individual who is going through the motions of that? Yeah. So it's interesting. A lot of people will come to me and they'll be like, listen, I'm good at a lot of things. I am great at nothing. And I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Because what I'm great at is actually seeing people's greatness. So like, I can see it, I can see it in you and I can see it in my partner and I can see it in my clients. Like I just, that that's my gift, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody has a form of mastery, has a form of brilliance, but we grow up in family systems, cultures, and subcultures that tend to value certain things. Mm -hmm. So oftentimes we learn to value things that are distinct from us or outside of us. So we might think that our particular skill set or what's great about us actually isn't great, but that's our secret sauce. And so it's about reframing, rewiring our beliefs to understand our 
innate genius and greatness to get on the court with it, but everybody has it. It just looks different for all of us. Would you say that? Cause I so agree with that. Um, you know, I know in my life that a lot of what has helped me to discover the really it's discover. Yes. Um, really align with my passions is, is having a deep sense of self-awareness. You know, it's like, if I can't, if you're, if you're not able to really reflect and look at who you are and how you are, then how are you going to be able to tease apart these things that, that light you up, you know? Yes. That is literally the million dollar, billion dollar question. Yeah. What is self? And so many people Mm -hmm don't know like who is self, what is self, right? Mm -hmm. So many of us, like we're imprinted from an early age, right? From the ages of two to 22, depending on who you talk to, we pick up the behaviors and the mindsets and beliefs of the people that we're raised by or surrounded by. And so for a lot of people that becomes our outward expression and we think that's who we are, but for most of it, it's, it's, it's not. And when we sit down to peel back the layers and we ask ourselves what we truly believe about life and you are the master (laughs) of this, then we understand who self really is and how we want self to move through life. Well, yeah, I think that um, a probably important thing to add to that awesome piece that you just shared is, is that, you know, you are forever evolving. Like I love this statement that came out of me in writing one day, but um, the statement is I am, um, I am forever becoming, I'm always in a state of beginning. So even when you, you know, like for example, I start Black Belt Beauty five years ago, starting meaning I put it up on the website, I have an Instagram, you know, I had this like, okay, it might be something like a refinery 2009, but I didn't have like this whole big, like now we know, and you have been a huge part in the whole development of my business period, my thought leadership, you know, as my coach, um, you know, you it morphed, but it's like, I needed this jumping off place and I did it without any pressure of, Oh, this needs to be the thing. It's like, I just knew that, you know, I have a lifestyle that feels good and that helps me perform good and actually inspires people. And in that, um, you know, the, in, in the kind of tool kit box that I, uh, have in this lifestyle. So think mindset, think nutrition, fitness, beauty, what all things, um, I I've been able to support individuals to, uh, up-level themselves in their life. Right. So, you know, I start this black belt beauty just from this place of, I, I know that I love this and I know that, you know, there's like, I actually, um, can affect people positively in this way, but I didn't have this, this is the thing, you know, and I, the reason why I'm saying this is because I feel like, um, people put this and I'm so curious to your experience and what you think about this, but that there's just like, there's a huge pressure on this concept around my passion, uh, my purpose, and that can be so overwhelming that it actually holds an individual in individual back from actually, um, just starting and going for it. Right. What do you think? So beautiful. So I think two things, I think I always love leapfrogging. So I, like you said, I always believe that we are always becoming. And so who I am today is different to who I will be tomorrow and the day after and how I'll make decisions tomorrow will be different to how I make decisions today. Cause I'll have different information. Yes. And so I have always loved kind of lily pad leapfrogging through life of let me get to a, and then when I'm at a, I know what B is. 
And that's a really powerful thing. I also believe that radical change is possible too. So sometimes we can go from zero to 100, even when we feel ready for it. Mm-hmm. One of my friends is a fellow coach. Her name is Megan Hellerer, and she talks about directional living. So instead of like, I have this one big juicy North Star and I'm going there, she talks about the lily frog, sorry, the leapfrog, lily pad process, right? That's of a like lot. Standing. It is. <laughs> Of standing in A and then when you're in A, you know what B looks like and just moving incrementally because we have different information every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really powerful way to move through life because it can be really overwhelming to be like, oh my God, the dream is here. How do I get there? How do I take step one? So yeah. I love this idea of directional living or leapfrogging. I love that. I believe in that. I mean, I never, I, that's a beautiful way to frame it. And I, I have, I just learned it from you, but I feel like that is an alignment to how I've been doing it. I've always felt like, you know, I'll do my best today with what I know, who I know, and what I have. Um, I'll do my very best tomorrow. There's a very great chance that I'll be able to do better because maybe I have more. I learned something more. I know somebody new or something will happen because I'm always driving myself to do my best. Um, but yes, every day your best is going to look different. And a lot of that has to do with um, just where you are currently in that moment of your life. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. That's a really powerful um, offering that you just gave everyone. You're so pretty. My girl. <laughs> like Over here, I did sprints for breakfast. Just, Anyways, um, so um, I want to ask you, because again, you know, you have, you're a holistic leadership business, business coach. You have so many valuable teachings, wisdoms, offerings. I mean, again, I know firsthand, haven't been coached by you. Um, right now, what would you say is really driving you in your business? really excited about people stepping into radical change. Like I'm just having such a moment with it of radical feeling possible of, you know, things that we've been scared of doing things that seem far off, making them happen fast. Why not? Right. Why can't we have the big juicy thing tomorrow? Why do we need, like people will come to me and they'll be like, don't you have a longer program? Cause right now I'm offering two months programs. And like, don't you have an, mm-hmm. a longer program? I'm like, sure. But like, why do you want to do in six months what we could do in two? Like I'm having this moment where I feel like we can dig deep, go fast and make radical change happen. And I'm really into that right now. No, I love all of that so much. Um, you know, one thing that comes to mind that I'd like to ask you is what's a, what, what's a, a, a supportive tool that helps you to be able to kind of shorten the, the time span to make a, to make exponential progress. So the, the, like the thought that comes to my mind is quality, but I'd love to know, like, what are some of your methodologies for this? Not to steal yeah. from your coaching though. Cause that's, I want people Girl. to go to, yeah. <laughs> So cute. I love you. Don't give all your secrets away. <laughs> oh, you're so great. So I think what is so important in making radical change possible is priming. So almost go, getting ourselves ready for the process. And what I find oftentimes, what gets in the way of radical change, I think it's really two things, overwhelm and fear. And when I think about overwhelm, I break it into three pieces, right? So overwhelm, I think, is a byproduct of us tolerating things that we need not be tolerating in our lives, 
of not being supported enough in our lives and not having the appropriate structures in place that allow us to thrive. So when we look at those three things, we're throwing out everything that we shouldn't be tolerating. And sometimes we have to make like some big, deep cuts, you know, but it makes so much more possible and available. Mm -hmm. And then getting really honest about where we're not being supported and where we need to call in support. And then the structures and like processes and things like that to allow us to really show up fully. And once we've taken care of that, it's like all of those things that were weighing us down have suddenly freed us up and we have tremendous energy mind share to now focus on this particular challenge at hand. And it is just so powerful what's available when we move out those things that have been holding us back. That's so good. And I, I know that I've experienced that um, with you and you know, like one of the things that comes to mind is just how I rearranged and I pushed Queendom up. Um, I reprioritized, you know, the yeah. launch of Queendom in front of other things. And you, you've said that to me so many times when you were coaching me, but it's like, what, you know, like, I forget how you framed it. It was so good, but it, essentially you would kind of call me out. Like, is this kind of busy work getting in the way, right? <laughs> you have a great way of putting it, but you would call me out and, and, and not, and, you know, really always an invitation for me to investigate. Like, what's really going on here? Are you, is this stuff really important or is it actually just standing in the way of what's really important to you? And if that's the case, like, why is that? And I think it it goes into um, something I want to pull on with you, which is this whole concept of being afraid, right? I'd love to know your thoughts um, and really how you support your um, clients around breaking past fear. Like how, how do you invite them to, um, I don't want to, that's almost a giveaway to the answer. <laughs> like, what are, what are some of the ways that you support your clients to push or to move past the fears that are standing in their way of expressing themselves at the fullest potential for going for the things that they really want to be going for in their lives? Yeah. I love to not be afraid of fear. So to make friends with fear. So a lot of us are like, oh my gosh, this sensation of fear means stop, means paralysis, means danger, whatever it means, but it's simply information. So if, when we're afraid, what if we looked at it through that lens of curiosity? And so I always love to do a fear sorting exercise where I ask people, okay, make a list of your fears. Now tell me, is it a high, low, medium chance of them happening? If it's a high chance of them happening, what do we do to lessen the impact of the fear? Not make the fear go away, but to lessen the impact that the fear has on us. And then if there's a high chance of this happening, what do we do in the worst case scenario and the worst possible outcome? And oftentimes just looking at that, we're like, oh, that's not so bad. I can work mm-hmm. with that. That's real and tangible now. And now I can put a plan to it. And so like when it's in our head, we often go to that place of cognitive distortion and we get carried away with the story. But once we put pen to paper and we actually start to sort these fears and we get curious about them and we realize that they're information, it's so much easier to work with them. Oh, it's so good. And it's so true. It's like fear is like this ghost is just looming over you. And then when you do that, you put, put it in writing. I mean, you're obviously being proactive, right. But you, you kind of bring it down from the, it's like the visual of the ghost, you know, and you <laughs> like, the fear past. <laughs> you know, and then, but you like, you're sitting it in a chair and almost like you're having a conversation with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, th- I love what you just offered. It's so important because we know that, you know, the larger majority is, is, is being submitted by this fear that is not allowing them then to really move forward. And it's so interesting, right? Because that fear can show up 
for so many different reasons in so many different ways. And this is going to segue us into an area I want to talk about with you. But, you know, one of the um, greatest things that I've discovered in terms of fear with the clients that I coach, my community, is is um, the fear of what others will think mm. about them. Mm-hmm. And that stops so many people from living the fucking life that they want to live. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts around that? I mean, who cares what other people do? <laughs> I know. No. I mean, I conceptually, like that's what yeah. you, I know, but it's never that simple. Well, especially never because a lot of times the people that you, you know, you're afraid of their judgment, their opinions are people that you love and you respect, like your mm-hmm. family. And that yeah. makes it really fucking hard. Totally. And this reminds me of the uh, Roosevelt slash Brene Brown quote of the man in the arena, right? And and I'm going to totally butcher this, but she talks about like when we're in the arena. So like when we're doing tough stuff, we are in the arena. We are in the center. We are the gladiators fighting the good fight. And then there's people in the cheap seats that have all this commentary about what we're doing in the arena, but their ass is not in the arena. They're not getting their ass kicked with us, right? They have this vantage point, but their skin is not in the game. And so being really careful about whose opinions we take, whose feedback we want, right? Feedback is very important. Mm-hmm. I want to say that. I want to underscore that. But feedback from people whose feedback you value and you know will help you become a better person and will help you grow. That's the feedback that we want. So being really considered about the feedback mm-hmm. and, you know, really it's our life and we are here to live it. And so what's integrity for you is integrity for you living a life that is acceptable to other people or is integrity for you playing all out for the dream, taking feedback from the people who really matter. What's integrity for you? That's such a, that's a tweetable. <laughs> I know I've never said that before on the podcast, <laughs> but you're so full of them. I love that. No, it's beautiful. Um, it's really beautiful. Like one of the things I've often shared is that, um, you know, there's like pain on either side mm-hmm. and you have to decide what pain is, is more important to, you know, for you that you're more willing to experience. And I know in my life, um, always operating from my most authentic self. And a lot of times that is like, Hey, I got to do this, even though there might be like, what are you doing over here from people I love? It's happened in the past. Um, it's more painful. It was more painful for me to not operate from this internal guidance system, my most authentic self, like telling me, no, go this way versus the pain that would come from the misunderstanding, the judgment or whatever I would have to face from that external. And it's, it's a really, you know, these things that I bring up are so strategic because um, I'm really paying attention to a lot of, of where uh, like the pain points, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm-hmm. Of people that I encounter. And I know that you are such a beautiful guidance and expert in, in these spaces to be able to offer your wisdom to support, you know, the moving past this stuff. I love what you said about the pain on both sides, because it is really profound. And I think sometimes we don't really understand the pain on both sides fully. Mm. But when we grow, there's the pain of anticipated loss, right? As you up level, it means that things will fall away. You'll gain things, but things will fall away. And that pain is oftentimes what what keeps people stuck. So I'll always ask people like, what will you lose when you grow? What are you gonna lose? Because there's something in there that you are fighting, that you are resisting because you don't wanna lose it, that's keeping you stuck. And so looking at that thing and having that aha about the pain and the loss is so profound. I'm so glad that you named that. 
That's such a beautiful extension because um, you're so right. And people would never even think, I mean, it could even be like, oh, if I lose this weight, then my friends that have really, you know, that are really comfortable with me or, you know, they're not going to like me anymore because there's going to feel, you know, I'm just painting a, yeah. you know, an example, but I feel like it's actually a common one, but people would never think that like, what are you talking about? But when you dig deep enough, which is something that you and I both love to do, right? Like to peel back these layers here, mm-hmm. um, one will discover like, shoot, actually you're right. Um, this fear of, you know, not um, feeling accepted anymore is actually holding me back from making this gain in my life. So powerful. It is. Yeah. It's amazing. So another thing that I really am excited to talk to you about is, um, you know, you have a nourishment journal, right? So when we think about, I mean, the way that we started this podcast, things that light you up, things that nourish you, you know, you, you point out joy and that's something that's so important to me in my life. I always say like, it's not just about attaining the thing or achieving the goal. It's like, how much joy can I have in the process? on the yeah. way there because to me joy is a contribution to like it's a big part of real wealth right yes if i don't care how much money you have if there's no jo- joy it's not you're not wealthy to me sorry right. Right? i'm like sorry yeah um sorry not sorry yeah exactly <laughs> so what i'd love to know from from your um expertise in this anytime i hear the word nourishment i'm thinking of you amina mm-hmm. uh, but just how do you Um, you know, a lot of people want to stack themselves and and get as much done as they can. And, you know, you talked about like what's in alignment with your integrity and the joy, but are there like a one, is there a one, two, three kind of starting point step that you can guide people right now or like, okay, I want the whole life makeover. I obviously don't want to burn out and I want to have joy in the process. What's my one, two, three step from Amina? So, I would say that like what you're saying, right? When we want to make over every area of our life, when we want to go from zero to a hundred real fast, we're setting ourselves up for shaky ground, right? There's like the carpet is rippled and we're going to trip. <laughs> so let's just pause for a second. And I invite you to pick, let's say the top three areas of your life that you want to reimagine. And I think it's super important to write, let's write the one year dream for that particular area of your life. So let's say it's um, work, money, body. So what do you want to have experience and feel in the next year of life in those three particular areas? And then writing the dream for that. And then based on the dream, so, and where you are today, where's the gap? So where's the gap between where you are and where the dream is? And then what needs to happen? What actions do you need to put in place to walk that path? And then I like to break things down into bite-sized chunks. So what do I need to achieve like today, this week, this month, this quarter? And then giving ourselves full permission to reimagine and redream at interval, right? So if I get to the quarter and I'm like, wow, okay, now the the one-year dream actually looks totally different because I'm a different person, speaking of becoming, Mm -hmm. permission to radically reimagine and write that again. So Mm -hmm. always checking in with yourself and asking yourself, is this still true? Do I still want this thing? But really walking incrementally and, you know, I do love myself a good plan. Ladies, I am so excited to let you know that Queendom, Black Belt Beauty's exclusive membership community for women only, has officially opened her doors and is welcoming new members. Queendom is an exclusive community of high-minded, empowering, supportive, badass women who are all on a mission to live from their fullest potential in life. This empowered space is monitored by me personally to ensure that it is non-toxic, non-competing, and an inspiring, energetic environment. 
What this membership includes is one monthly live Zoom call with me where I take you on a deep dive and a specific focus for the month. So think topics like self-love, self-confidence, and vitality. These topics are vital to living from your fullest potential in life. So these talks are going to support you to get more clarity on them and help you to develop and strengthen your relationship with them in your life. You get one monthly challenge that is specific to the focus for the month for stronger development and progress in that area. You get a monthly workbook with a summary of that topic and journal prompts around the subject. You get a variety of intentional meditations that I create to help you get rooted in specific areas of yourself and your life. You get exclusive Black Boat Beauty Radio podcast guest content for Queendom members only. And ladies, I love to have fun, so you can expect to have a lot of it in Queendom. There will be several pop-up virtual events, including more live coaching sessions with me, beauty sessions, training sessions, cooking hangs, master classes and Q&As, all with high-level guest experts. You also get my VIP high performance vault. So think my top tools that I rely on to feel my best, to look my best and to perform my best in life. Above all, you get community and accountability support from the incredible members of Queendom who are on aligned missions to live from their fullest potential in life. You know, one of my favorite quotes that sums up my aim with Queendom is this one by Reid Hoffman. No matter how brilliant your mind or strategy, if you're playing a solo game, you will always lose out to a team. You guys, I want you all to be winning in your life from within and out. And I'm a firm believer that teamwork truly does make the dream work. So I've designed Queendom to be exactly that, a team of women who are supporting the best in each other to actualize their dreams into life. So the cost for all of this is just $40 a month. And that price is exclusive to this period of enrollment only. For those who purchase a full year of membership upfront, you get one month of membership for free. Investing in this membership is investing in yourself. So if you're ready to join Queendom, go to blackbeltbeauty.com to sign up or click the link in the show notes. Ladies, let's seek the fight together in 2021 as a badass team of empowered queens. Membership has its privileges. I can't wait to see you and support you in the queendom. That's so important, the incremental part. And I love the permission to, to, to adjust, to pivot. I mean, that's so real. I, you know, it's like, you don't want to get stuck on the process or you want to be kind of always in tune with like what you said, like what's in your integrity, like what is the big vision and you are always going to be changing. Um, so stick to, I feel to stay on that path, to stay on that game of attainment, you, you need this evaluation. You need to, you know, from time to time, zoom out and check in, like, where am I at? Does this really matter to me? How is this serving me? Right. I mean, that's what you just, yeah. So important. It's so important. Okay. So a couple of things come to my mind, um, that are also really important that I want us to talk about. Um, let's move into money mindset. 
This is important because, and, and the reason why, I mean, you're, you're such a badass with this, you know, you've taught me a lot and I know that you have um, supportive tools for uh, your clients and, and, you know, um, people who you don't even work with, but just offerings that you, you share with the world to support a really powerful, abundant money mindset. Um, somebody asked me the other day, like, how do you, I haven't answered yet, but I'm excited to present this to you and let you riff off of this. But, you know, how do you really imagine this abundant financial mindset when it's just really not there? Like, how do, how do you connect that and make that real? What do you say to that? Yeah. So everything starts at the beliefs level. So I have worked with so many people that have come from, you know, the deck has been stacked against them. Maybe they grew up poor and, or money was easy come, easy go, or they had money and they lost it, whatever it was. Worked with people from all walks of life. And like, I've also had my own story with money as well that I've reframed. And so it starts at the beliefs level. So what do you believe about money? What did you learn in your family system? What was your family's pattern around money? Because behavioral epigenetics, right? We have taken that on. We have witnessed it. It's in ourselves. We've experienced it. So we need to sit down and we need to reprogram. Mm -hmm. So if your family didn't feel like money was available to people like them, quote unquote, chances are you might feel that way too. So we need to understand what those core limiting beliefs are about money. We need to reframe those beliefs and be active in pursuit of the reframe. So working with those reframes daily, like in meditation, Mm -hmm. rewiring our brains, and then also taking practical steps towards it too. So let's say you have a ton of debt. Um, you know, there are so many agencies that you can work with or firms that you can work with to put together your repayment plan. So what is your repayment plan? Mm -hmm. What are you really expanding wealth, I think is so important. I don't really believe in condensing ourselves, right? Of course, sometimes like if there's a disordered relationship, and we're not sober in our spending, we want to look at that. But I don't believe in condensing ourselves so much, right? Like I said, if there's a disordered relationship, we'll look at it, and we'll have a different plan. But I believe in the expansion. Can I just put I want to, um, position that another way for people to really understand. So it's essentially, um, it's like over budgeting, right? Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. And I love that because I, I totally know where that's coming from. Please. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's actually two sides of it, right? Some people will be like overspending and then some people will be over budgeting. So the people Mm -hmm. that are like super free and then the people that are super condensed Mm -hmm. and there is always an opportunity for you to grow your wealth, always an opportunity to make more money. It might have to be creative, right? It might not sure. be in your current job or your current business, but there's there are always ways to kind of get to that next level. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a firm believer in like, what's that plan for that next level versus like, what are the things that I can take away from myself or how can I over budget and restrict? I love that. And, and, you know, I think the money mindset conversation is always important, but just thinking about the hardships that people have been in are still currently going through. Yeah. I really wanted you to speak on that in this conversation because, you know, it's evergreen, but I think it's also very robust right now. This, yeah. you know, the, the financial affairs that people are, are, are dealing with, um, you know, and I love, I just want to kind of illustrate another example of what you said about this. Like, you know, it's not about um, over restricting you know, if you think about diet, if you want somebody to start eating healthy or healthier rather than, okay, you can't eat this and don't eat this and don't eat that. It's eat more protein on your plate. It's, you know, put some more greens on the plate. So we're not even talking about the takeaway with the restriction as much as we're talking about what can you add to, you know, this. And I, I know it's not a direct example, but it's a concept of, you know, not putting yourself in the state where you feel, because we know there's so much science to back this. The minute that you start saying, don't do this, don't do this, the 
it's like the, the the brain is just inspired to be like, go straight to that thing that you're saying not to do, you know? So it, exactly. it backfires. It does. It's so, so true. It's like when we restrict our calories or our eating, right, then we binge. And it's the same thing mentality-wise. But I also want to come back to what you said. Like, this is a really tough moment in human history. This is a black swan moment. And so many people have lost jobs and been displaced. And I want to name that. And I don't want to overlook that or overstep that at all. And so I think compassion is so important in this particular conversation right now. Mm. Moving forward, hopefully things look a little bit different. If you're not in your ideal state right now, there's zero shame around that because this is a really tough moment for a lot of people and and compassion is such a big part of this conversation. Oh, totally. And I mean, listen, I think that, um, you know, there's always with total respect to the hardships, there's always an opportunity in some aspect of the heart. I mean, I know a lot of people who had the best year ever last year as, I do as too. crazy as, yeah, I do as too. Crazy yeah. As it sounds. It's like, I mean, I, in my own life had a lot of incredible growth and progress, um, that, that stemmed literally from that was leveraged from the hardship of, of last year. So yes, it's a very real thing. And I know both you and I are very compassionate always to, to really anybody who's going through hardship. Um, but to, to also, also wanting to highlight this idea that, you know, basically like watch your mindset around money, Mm -hmm. you know, make sure that, you know, you're not sending yourself down, especially if you're already in this, you know, this is already your kind of your, your natural way of going, but you're not sending yourself down a further route of, of less of, you know, the um, lack of prosperity, the lack of abundance. So, you know, I think it's just, I, it's really important to, yes, we're here in compassion and holding space for the individual that is going through the hard time, but also the offering here is to say, Hey, um, you know, a lot of, I believe our external life, like a lot of what happens is a result of what's happening inside. So Mm -hmm. it's so important to do our very best every day to keep our mindset period. But specifically in this area right now, we're talking about money, prosperity to keep this at a high level, to keep yourself. Okay. Even if you don't have that money yet, like how do you call it in from your mind first? Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I know again, that you have powerful tools that support an individual to, to, to really get this mindset moving and working for them. So I wanted to make sure that we touched on that in this talk, because I think it's really, really important. Thank you so much. And as Roxy was mentioning, I have a money mindset course and it's bite size and there's a payment plan. So anyone can dig in and get some pithy takeaways. But I also want to underscore what you were saying too about mindset. At the beginning of the pandemic, you know, I work with a ton of female entrepreneurs and it was kind of a 50-50 split. People that were like, oh my God, here's an opportunity. We are mission driven. Let's get out in front of this. And people who are a little bit more fearful. And I invited them into this conversation of we can get out in front of this. Like you are agile, you are powerful, you are mission driven. There's space for you. And those that really leaned into that mindset did grow, did win, did have their best years ever. It's really, really interesting. Yeah, no, I love that because I, you know, I say that all the time, like mindset rules all, you know, Mm -hmm. wherever you're looking is where you're going. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and this goes back to the fear thing. It's like, just, you know, accept that fear is always going to be there, accept that there's going to be challenge and in fact, embrace the challenge. Um, but make sure that you are keeping your mindset in a place that is continuously keeping you in the arena and moving you forward. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
I will say agility is so important here because like, let's say for example, you work in an industry or a category that's been particularly hard hit right now, like restaurants, for example, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of restaurant workers are, you know, dealing with a ton of financial hardship. And so what does that look like for them? Of course, the mindset piece, but then, you know, probably having to step outside of that category and looking at how they can leverage their skills in other spaces to be able to make up for that missed income. But the invitation is really like, how can we make up for this versus you feeling like you have to condense? I love that. That's so powerful. And thank you for using that exact example, because I swear my heart is just goes out every day to all the, you know, restaurants and the bars and, you know, you know, where I live, it's like, we have all the little cute places here and the small and and just, and obviously New York city, it's like people just outside, just try, it's like, Oh, you know, I feel it for them. And, you know, but, but man, like coming out and, and coming out stronger is such a powerful feeling that people do have the ability. I mean, I think that's, you know, we, that's what we do. We empower you to know that it's within you. Yeah. It's going to take work. Yeah. It's going to be hard. Nobody's saying you're not going to have to do the work and it's not going to be, you know, hard, but just knowing that you have, you have the resources inside, starting with your mindset, Mm -hmm. um, to be able to, to win, to get on the other side and to win. Yeah. Something else I really want to talk about in this conversation with you um, is, uh, you know, when I think about resources and inside and I think about mindset, biology affects your mindset straight Mm -hmm. up. If Mm -hmm. your body is not feeling well, your Mm -hmm. health, um, your hormones, your neurotransmitters, like all of this is being thrown off. And then all of that is throwing you off. Right. Right. So, cause a lot of times I feel like it's just like, people don't really look in that space. I understand. It's not like we've been groomed to, you know, talk about dopamine for, you know, the last 200 years, whatever. Um, but so it's like this white knuckling of like mindset, like willpower and Mm -hmm. beast mode. And I'm like, sure that, but if this biology piece isn't working for you, you, good luck, you know, it's going to be a lot harder. So we, you know, for those that don't know yet, but you, you've had, you know, autoimmune issues, you had health issues, especially in the earlier years of your career life where, Mm -hmm. you know, you were just like, you were beast mode. (laughs) (laughs) With a capital H. Right. Like the health piece wasn't really integrated yet. Um, So I would just love for you to talk about, you know, the importance of this piece and and maybe offer everybody's life is so different. Everybody's biology is so different, but some of the things that really support you to, Mm -hmm. to feel good, to be nourished from that perspective, you know, in terms of like, you know, maybe a morning practice or evening practice or just Mm -hmm. anything that you really want to share that, that could be supportive to this conversation. Cause you have so much to share in this space as well. I love hearing you rap out about this space. Like you are the queen <laughs> of this. You're the queen of many things. Well, I love you. That's um, the truth. Well, um, thank you. But you, yeah, you got gems for days. I, well, I, I went to the school of hard knocks on this one. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's learning place in my opinion. Agreed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so early on in my career, I was really grinding it out. I was not super conscious and I ended up burning out and developing two autoimmune diseases. And I think by far and away, one of the biggest lessons for me is really listening to myself, right? I thought my body was like a machine and a tool to get me where I wanted to go. I wasn't in collaboration with it. Um, I was in a really dehumanizing relationship with it. I was just like trying to force it to get me to a place. I wasn't treating it like this beautiful home that I'm inhabiting. And so I think really reconciling my relationship with my body and realizing like the 
the mind and the body, we're not cut off at the neck. Like we are working together synergistically. Like we are a collaborating team. We are a powerhouse together, not like me trying to use this body as a tool to like make life happen. Mm. And that was such a big mindset reframe for me. Um, And then for me, like realizing that taking care of myself is what allows me to show up fully for the work that I came here to do. And so that is so, so, so important for me. So I am like really bullish on my wellness routine and taking care of myself. I don't start work every day until 11 a.m. And I understand that that is a form of privilege and not everybody gets to do that. But my morning routine is like what sets me up to be able to hold people throughout the day. And I hold people big time. And so I wake up and I will meditate. I'm a Vedic meditator. So I do 20 minutes twice a day. Um, and I'll read in the morning. So like I'll read like spiritual text or like just something, something inspiring. I'm reading journey to Ichalan right now. Um, and then I will move my body. Mm-hmm. That's so, so important for me. And it's different all the time, depending on where I am in my cycle and how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I actually, even in the time of zoom, I will get ready every single day because it makes me feel good. Like looking good is part of feeling good for me. And so feeling like I'm showing up respectfully for my clients, like that's super important. So the morning routine is everything and it sets me up for the day. And then also I'm so lucky. I have an amazing support team. Like you introduced me to Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, who's such mm-hmm. a freaking badass and like is the quarterback of my health. And I'm so grateful. <laughs> like, oh my Mine God. Mine too, girl. <laughs> lucky us. Seriously. Best Seriously. doctor on the planet. Totally yeah. Yes. Totally broke the mold with Dr. Lyon. She is <laughs> sensational. Um, but yeah, it's everything. If we don't have that, what do we have? Yeah, no. And it's so important. I mean, listen, health is a, the t- conversation around health is evergreen too. And it, it's always something that I'm so passionate about talking, um, about and sharing knowledge on, but you know, the, where we're living right now, this climate, this world, this whole, you know, there's never been a better time to get your ass healthy yes, <laughs> and to stay yeah. metabolically healthy, mm-hmm. you know, it's really, really important. And, you know, I love that you said, cause it's so true, you know, for you're so much, you're, you, you can show up so much stronger in all of yourself for your clients, for your business, for really everybody that you are connecting with when you are in this, in this state of, um, health and full connection, you're not, you're not disconnected from your body. You're living in self as one. And so you're whole. And then this is how you, this is how we get all of the beautiful amina that we get, you know? And so I, I love that. And I think it's an important thing because also one thing that I've, um, come across and I, I, I feel like you have to tell me if this is true. A lot of people can think that this, um, health, like, carving out time for yourself in the morning, for example, is like a selfish act. The word selfish is really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but almost as a, like, you know, it's, it's not, um, it, it's, it's, it's selfish because they have other things that are important. Maybe it's their family, their whatever to attend to. And I say that, you know, if you don't do that first, you're not, you're not doing them a service, which is essentially what you just said, because they're not really getting, all of the best of you because you're not in your best self. 100%. I, I would say that self-sacrifice is not a contribution, right? I felt like when I was early on in my career, I was in some some form of like sacrifice yourself Olympics of like, <laughs> who's going to work the hardest, sleep the, le- the least, drink the most coffee, not take care of themselves, right? 
and we somehow think that that's a contribution to the world and it's not like we show up as a sliver of ourselves it's so true and i think that you know we've been groomed on this too it's like the you know the the go 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 until you can't go anymore and i'm like that's just not the way that doesn't feel good you know and again go back to this whole conversation around joy integrated into the process joy not even just in the sense of emotion but like just feeling physically good in your body is so important right it's just i um i talk about you all the time to my clients and like as an example of like beautiful harmony so you are the consummate athlete in all areas of your life you achieve you go you train you're strong you have drive you have this energy and you also a part of your training is your rest and your recovery and you are as diligent in your rest and recovery as you are in your training in all areas of your life and that's what allows you to show up the way that you do and so you are my shining like i always tell people like go look at roxy she has this down to an art because there's so many of us that are trained in that old school way of like must self-sacrifice and it's not the truth. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for sharing that. And that, you know, you have those conversations and I love that you present that. Cause I do, I think a lot of times, a lot of people think um, that it's just like beast mode all the time, which is, you know, that's not the case. I have yin, yin, yin. Mm -hmm. I have my morning yin, which is just very me self-connection, super just chill and priming me for my day to go yang, to go fire. And that's what a lot of people see. Right. And they also don't see that my ass is in bed at eight o'clock because <laughs> I have I'm my right behind you. <laughs> Seriously, with so much joy of being there because, you know, I have my team, my theme and I'll take in like some Joe Rogan or some neuroscience podcast or something. And this is how I wind down and then I'm asleep and, you know, cause sleep is a high performance tool. It's a longevity. It's like the, the master to, uh, you know, tool to longevity. And so it, it's really important, but you know, I, I do thank you for sharing that because I think it's always something I want to, to make very clear that, yeah. Okay. Look, I haven't been on a fucking vacation in five years now. Granted, I work for myself so I can adjust my schedule, but you know, this, that, it's almost more dangerous when you work for yourself and you really are passion, passionate about it, you're purpose driven because you know you you're driving, you're driven to work from a very unique um, you know, uh, place where you know you want to get this done because you want to see this happen, because you want to support your community, because you you know what I mean. And this could, if you're not careful, if you don't have these healthy boundaries, can really can get you sick essentially. Yeah. Right. right. You're mm -hmm. on that blue light computer until 1am and you're, you know, and you're not sleeping good. And then that affects your blood sugar the next day and whatever, whatever. So, um, I, I, again, just to kind of put a bow on, on what you were talking about right now. Yeah. It's really important to, to rest and recover. And that doesn't always have to be, you know, a vacation or mm -hmm. it's just, how do you, because I really love this and, uh, you know, I really love this idea of just like every single day, how do you dose this and really toggle between kick ass and chill out? Yeah. Right. Kick ass, chill out. <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. I, I think that we all have like different, I call it authentic energy codes. We all have different energy kind of signatures and codes and how we move through life. And I think lots of things contribute to it from biology to like some metaphysics stuff. And like, I'm a big student of human design. I love all of that. So I think we all have these different energy signatures. And I think it's like 
what's yours? Like, I know that I am a sprinter. Like I like to sprint. I like to rest. I like to sprint. I like to rest. Some people are endurance runners. That's not me. And so like knowing your authentic energy code and your signature pattern, and then how you work with that to get the best out of yourself. Cause I know when I'll, I'll sprint hard and then I rest and I come out of the cave swinging and I'm so clear. Right. And so like, what's your version of that for all of us? Do you, I love that. Do you have um, some kind of tool or how do you, how do you help somebody find their authentic signature code? I actually do have a quiz on this. I'll, I'll of course you, a you do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, it's so great. I mean, it's what makes it, you know, you, you're such a badass because you really do. You have these great concepts. Um, they're put together so well, but then you also have these really supportive tools to help an individual like dive into it and like make it applicable and, you know, get their hands in it. Thank you. Versus, yeah. No, thank you, girl. girl. <laughs> thank you. All right. So I know that we are on a time constraint today, but I love you. And I'm just so grateful just to be in space with you. I mean, you're my girl. I just... love you so much. This is always so fun. I could literally stay here all day if I could. I know, truly. Well, you know, you're one of my friends who is just on rotation on the podcast. And, you know, there's only a few of you that are, you know, have been on here twice, three times, and will continue to do so. Because the thing is, it's like you, are, you're a thought partner for me too, right? And so in addition to you having all these incredible tools and offerings and teachings, you know, every one of our phone calls is a podcast. It's the way that we bounce off each other, right? And so it's so true. And so it's, it just makes so much sense aside from it just being joyful for me. It makes so much sense to just have you come on and just wrap out with you, you know, uh, continuously through, throughout, you know, uh, on the podcast. So I love you. Thank you. But before we wrap out, I want to ask you, is there um, anything that we haven't spoke about yet in this conversation that you want to live in this talk? I want to thank you for how amazing you show up for all of us, for this podcast, for the incredible guests that you have on here, for creating queendom, for creating a space where rad, badass women can come together and wrap out and support each other. I want to thank you. That's what I want to talk about. Girl, I did not see that coming. And you're just, it doesn't surprise me because that's just who you be, girl. But like, damn, I love you. Thank you. You are amazing. And you're always in service to us all. Ditto, mama. So hurry up and get your ass over here. I'm so happy. I'm coming. Um, all of your contact info and everything will, you know, be in the show notes, but if you want to direct our listeners and our viewers there right now, so they can get more dialed into you, please do. Awesome. You can find me on Instagram at Amina Altai. Spelling will be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And my website is the same, AminaAltai.com. Okay. Awesome. And then I'll make sure that if there's any, like the quiz, um, I can put that in the show notes as well for the fabulous authenticity. What was it called? Authentic energy codes. Authentic energy codes. Yes. I need to do yeah. that quiz too. Okay, mama. I love you. Thank I you, love so, you so, much. so much. Talk to you soon. See you soon. Yes. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning into this episode, you guys. If you loved it, please share it on your social. Throw it up on your Instagram stories and tag me. I'm at Black Belt Beauty. I am also at Roxy Look, R-O-X-Y-L-O-O-K. I love connecting with you guys. This is a conversation that I want to just continue growing with you guys. So if you feel inspired, 
to hit me up, do so in that space. I always enjoy hearing from you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by rating it and reviewing it via iTunes. It's such supportive help, you guys. It really helps the visibility of this podcast. So I appreciate and thank you in advance for doing that. And last but not least, if you are interested in starting your own podcast, or perhaps you already have one and you need help with you know editing your audio and the production of it, I cannot recommend my producers enough. Resonate Recordings, you guys, they are the bomb. I rely on them. They are an absolute supportive tool to me and my podcast. So check them out and let them know that Black Belt Beauty sent you. And on that note, you guys, I'm signing off with all my love and always looking forward to catching you on the next. Oh, 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 oh,